You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, June 5th of 2022. From the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there in the uh, uh, in-transit Radio TFI executive tower, in Queens, New York, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Yes, we're putting the wheels on the big old uh, Radio TFI Executive Tower. We're about to roll it to its new new location sometime during the week here. With uh, Let me put it this way. You, you'll hear more from the sound effects machine at the new location next week than you will from me, but more about that later. Young Mr. Shannon. How are you today? I am. Couldn't be better if I were twins. Well, had a had a good week. It was a nice short week because of the holiday last week. What holiday? Uh, so nothing. Just doing a bunch of domestic stuff. Just you know, paid our paid our uh, weekly ritual to Costco and to Walmart. Just all those all those neat things that. Uh, people do as a couple and it just hey you know it was i was enjoying it what's that you don't want to know what i spent at walmart this week yeah so you my friend i know that we we normally would save this for for uh hour number two and just killing time but so you got to tell us this is a big event though your move is a big event so we got to talk a little bit about it here. All right. And uh, so you are, you've got the, the new place is secured. You're yes. starting to get stuff moved over there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing it all on your own. That is correct. Now you've got all, now you've got the, you said you've got the heavy stuff over there. Otherwise, you know, you're getting new furniture delivered. So you don't have to worry about any other furniture to be delivered. That is correct. Now it's just the redundancy of moving little stuff back and forth, back and forth. That, well, not for, that, not forth, but to the new place. <laughs> that is correct. So, uh, okay, you got it. You nailed it. 
Well, I wouldn't have if you hadn't told me ahead of time. But yeah, uh, right now there's there's a couple of uh, shelving units that I have to break down just a little bit, and uh, and I'm able to do everything in my in my beautiful uh, Chrysler Town and Country with the seats folded down, and well, it's a, it's about a 15 minute trip to the new place. So uh, today I was going to do it yesterday. Uh, hang hang the new Venetian blinds and uh, do some of that work, but I forgot my drill bits. So uh, so we'll take care of some of that today. They're installing the garage doors today, which were supposed to happen yesterday, but yeah, it is what it is. It's getting done. and So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time out there. There's stuff I have here that needs to go straight into the garage, which is more or less my new storage unit. You know, the kind of thing you cart with you around with you for 40 years and you just can't bear to part with oh, for whatever I, reason. I, I I hear you. I hear so you. So it's coming along. We had the TV. The new TV was installed 4K. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's got all the apps in it. So, so if I want to watch something on Netflix or Amazon Prime, the app is already in the TV. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to go through the phone and then cast it. Now you're gonna you're gonna have cable again this time around. Now I, I the, have cable. What the uh, the the one thing you know, Lori and I were talking have been talking about this too because she's got one of those quote unquote smart TVs, mm-hmm. and but I don't use. I mean, she can do the same thing with Netflix and all that. But right. what I tell her is, is all of that is already in the cable box. You don't need uh... to go. Oh yeah, she. It's on the TV. It's not. Well, I see. I don't know what your cable system is. Yeah. Some well, ca- my ca- my cable system all it actually has installed in the box is Netflix. Oh, okay. Now we got. She's. We got Netflix, Prime. Yeah. No, mine doesn't have any anything like that. Yeah. But before we before we go any further, what say we get to your favorite part of the day? Yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get that started. Boy, oh boy, you're actually being pleasant about it. Well, I figure what the hell. <laughs> you lie back and accept it? Is that it? <laughs> it's, inevitable. it's inevitable. Just just lie back, enjoy enjoy the trip? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, I, you could probably put it that way, yeah. I think I just did. <laughs> I think I just did. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by My Sore Back. Uber closed the week at $24.15, up $0.48 cents from last week. Lyft closed the week at $17.40, down $0.37 cents from last week. Finally, Tesla closed the week at $7.35, down $56.08. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. i got to do this faster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man. So- we do have a couple of. Uh, oh wait, have... wait, wait! Before you go on, before you go on, I want to, I want to stick there for a second. Notice okay. that Lyft, Lyft is 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 staying well under the twenty dollar mark, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it's all Uber can do to hover above the twenty dollar mark. So you know they're going to get their their butts are getting kicked. Uh, in a in a good way, uh, Tesla eh, fifty six dollars. We 
I think we were expecting some big, big drops a couple of weeks ago. We may be dropping Tesla from the from the weekly market watch. Yeah. Uh, because it really doesn't concern us. And we we just want to see Elon Musk get his ass kicked, which he wouldn't. He's he's not going to lose any sleep. So anyway, moving on. Well, there there was a couple of stories here, and I'm just going to uh, – the one that uh, – uh, when you talk about Uber and Lyft and their inability to to uh, turn profits, especially when you're, I mean, your brand name can double as a verb. I mean, yeah. you would think that they would be just rolling in dough. Well, and again, they could have been, but they chose to. Uh, Travis uh, Knucklehead, Travis the K, decided he was going to rule the world. Well, and it's, it's funny how they've they've come back. Now they're coming back on you know on bended knee to the taxi industry, getting trying to get the taxi industry to help them out. And I don't know where that's going in New York. I'd I'd be interested to to see if any uh, any New York uh, cab drivers are actually subscribing to what they're doing there. Um, well, I, I'm I'm going to interrupt you right there. All cab drivers in New York City need to do is to pay more attention to the two apps they currently have, which cost them nothing. Arrow and Curb. Pay attention to those apps, especially when you're not in Manhattan. You're going to get work that's eventually going to bring you back. You don't care. As long as you got work, boom. I understand when you're in a medallion yellow, you're paying extra so you can be a medallion, so you can be in Manhattan. But what the heck? You got a ride to uh, Queens. Uh, there's some of us in Queens that want to ride too. I mean, we've got the borough cabs and whatnot, but quite frankly, uh, they they don't need Uber. Why why go with Uber and pay them an extra dollar, and then watch Uber turn around and screw the pants off the customer? Because we don't know yet if it's going to be meter rates or Uber rates. And, and why would it? Why would a medallion cab driver who's put all this time and money and effort do a ride? Do what would be a, uh, I don't know, a, a thirty dollar ride for and have for, to get for, Uber a fifteen dollar cut of it? No, 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 no. Let Uber pay them twenty while Uber charges the customer forty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's gonna and that's what's gonna happen, and uh, and people are gonna figure that out. And here's what's gonna happen real quick: they're gonna get in in the cab and they're gonna go, "Oh, well, Uber said this ride is uh, fifty dollars," and the driver's gonna go, "Oh, if I run the meter, it should be about thirty-seven." And they're gonna cancel the ride, and just run the meter. They'll figure that out pretty quick. They'll figure yeah. that out pretty quick. And uh, there, there's this is doomed for failure because uh, medallion real cab drivers, people like you and I, we, we do our best to learn the system so that we can circumvent the system. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows the system better than the cab drivers because they're the ones that are going to cheat it. I promise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's true. And what we had said all along you know when this all first started and and you and I had been gabbing about this over 5 years ago was that 
the big reason why this wasn't going to work is, is because Uber and Lyft are just way, way too top heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have, for one thing, you have a computer uh, dispatch system, which uh, I don't know who the hell designed it and then set up the algorithms for that. But that is uh, all kidding aside. Now, you and I have both dipped our toes in, in into this dark side. Uh, I don't understand for the life of me where they came up with their algorithms for their dispatch because it is life it is worse than any taxi dispatch system i yep. have ever worked for you you're you are not wrong uh, you're not wrong and i just explained this to somebody the other day the gentleman who was installing my my uh, tv mount mm-hmm. we had this nice long conversation about that and uh uh yeah i explained to him as I've explained many times, Uber is simply a dispatch system. It is no different than uh, an old radio dispatch system or even uh, two, two Dixie cups uh, tied together, you know, connected by a string. Right. Yet at its base, it is simply a dispatch system. And it's a very poor one. Well, yeah. uh, it is a very, very poor one. It You got to remember all the little things that, that Uber used to do has done and God only knows what they're doing now. One of my favorites was the ghost cars. If you were an Uber customer and you opened the app, it always showed eight cars on the screen. Little tiny little cockroaches. (laughs) Tiny little roaches. I can remember once testing this. I was at, it was late at night. I had just come from the supermarket. I was on my way home. It was a very quiet intersection where I had to make my turn, right by the railroad tracks. And there was no traffic, so I sat in the right turn lane. And I watched on my phone as as two, not just one, but two of these ghost cars passed me in each direction on the screen. There wasn't a car within a mile of me. This was just their way of making folks think that they had cars everywhere. Sometimes well, then when you go to order one of those cars, well, my goodness, you know, yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where are those cars? You know, Jesus just says I that there's one that's only two blocks away from me. How come he's not coming to get me? Yeah. You know, that's so. you're absolutely right. But the, the biggest problem is with Uber and Lyft is, is that they're just way, way too top heavy. You know, that, is, that is correct. And John, John, right now, we're having technical issues with you. You're freezing up and uh, you're cutting out. And that's. Um, I will have my, I will have the person that is. Have tech support. Have tech support. Check that out or verify that. Um, Could just be me. But anyway, we will muddle on through here. Sure. Um, Now. Absolutely. You've, you've got, uh, a good amount of stuff that you would like to get to today. Um, and just, before we do, and just, just one more thing on the on the industry on the industry side. Oh sure, yeah. But I got um, this was from uh, from San Francisco. Apparently, uh, San Francisco now is giving the go ahead on uh, the driverless uh, cars. No, they don't work. 
Oh, I've, I've, look, I've said this, uh, we both agree, but uh, it's uh, autonomous car company Cruise is rolling out driverless taxis in San Francisco. What's the name of it? Cruise. Ted Cruz. Go fuck yourself. Pretty much. <laughs> Except it's spelled differently. That's okay. It's radio. But it has secured uh, California's first driverless uh, development permit. Cruise joins an exclusive list of autonomous. I can say it right once. Come on, you can do it. Self-driving uh, vehicle uh, companies operating commercially. Uh, supposedly, they got all kinds of bells and whistles in this, you know, radar systems, and you know, the car itself uh, is probably worth about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which. Uh, I'll be. They'd be lucky if they if they uh, <clears throat> if they see a profit on that. No, um, there we go. no. well, especially look if you're if you're going to operate one of these things in, say, think of think of a city which is is flat and you know not a lot of curves and so not a lot Manhattan, of Manhattan is a grid from Houston Street North. It is a perfect okay. grid. Well, I mean, there's there's some Broadway cuts on an angle, but for the most part, more than most any city you'll you'll find anywhere, Manhattan is a grid. It was designed that way specifically. But New York City is also uh, prone to uh, weather issues. Oh, you want ideal? Okay, let's go South Florida and let's go Broward County, Fort Lauderdale. It's a grid. Well, except for where you got to cross water or, or train tracks, and weather is not generally a factor. Okay. You know, they, they're doing it in, apparently they've got another company running down in, uh, I guess uh, uh, Google has uh, a service running down in uh, the Phoenix area, which uh, it isn't getting a lot of publicity. Phoenix would be an, an ideal place because Phoenix is in a big valley. I mean, you don't have a lot of uh, mountains and hills and, and what have you in that area. What's, what's the point you're trying to get to, John? My my point is, is I just do not see how this can be safe and efficient at the same time. It's not. Sure, sure you can probably you can get one of these things that is only going to go 25 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour or whatever, but you never see them running on the freeways. And no, thank God for that. No, these things I've said it before. They're, they're going to be good and dedicated lanes. They're going to be good on a predetermined routes. This would be for a bus or a shuttle type system. You put it, you know, then you can have quote unquote drivers. You're still going to have to have human beings around for when they inevitably break down. But uh, driverless taxis are not in our lifetime. Forget it. It ain't going to happen. Uh, it'll happen, but we will all be dust in the wind, as, uh, as the great band Kansas used to say. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll all be long gone, you know, before we get Johnny Cap from Total Recall. Donald, Donald Stas is, uh, anyway. So there's that. So I've resolved that issue. What else you got? Well, like you said, we got a bunch of stuff here that uh, we uh, we have to muddle through. Um, 
when uh, after uh, oh, before after I'm going I'm I'm to stop you. Let's keep in mind uh, uh, Tulsa just happened. Yeah, a number of other places. So, <clears throat> excuse me. These things keep happening. These mass shootings, and uh, you know. Where did I where did I see that since Uvalde there have been like twenty mass shootings since right. Uvalde? Now remember and that's three how, or more people. Uh, I think. Well, I don't know if it's three or more or four or more, but nonetheless, okay. it does. Nonetheless, it's it's still it's uh, it's still too many, and uh, we have some uh, we have some interesting stuff in our vault here, including a. A gentleman that's going to uh, basically point out to you uh, the truth behind the Second Amendment. Um, but let's let's go to this one here right off the top because now this happened. This was made uh, right after Sandy Hook, actually. And of course, unfortunately, we we haven't listened because the uh, uh, there has been no plan other than oh, let's secure some doors. Uh, doors. but uh, let's this uh, back about the time of Sandy Hook back in uh, in um, 2012 we uh, there was a group of celebrities that got together and um, said let's demand a plan let's do something let, let, let's uh, unearth that and see if we can make it ring true here again there we go Columbine Virginia Tech. Tucson. Aurora. Fort Hood. Oak Creek. Newtown. 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 How many more? How many more? How many more colleges? How many more classrooms? How many more movie theaters? How many more houses of faith? How many more shopping malls? How many more street corners? How many more? How many more? Enough. 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 Demand a plan. Right now. As a mom. As a dad. As a friend. As an American. As an American. As an American. As a human being. For the children of Sandy Hook. Demand a plan. No more lists of names. It's not too soon. It's too late. Now is the time. Before we all know someone who loved someone on that list. No more lists. No more. Who they might have been. No more. If we had just done something yesterday. It's time. We can do better than this. We can do better than this. It's time. It's time. It's time for our leaders to act. Demand a plan. Right now. Right now. You! Demand it! Enough. 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 It's a very good point. But unfortunately, what we, what we see here is that we are a microwave news society. I've said this before. Uh, as soon as something, uh, this will you know, go down the road for a little while, we'll demand action and what have you. And then the next big, the next <clears throat> big crisis comes, you know, let, you know, let's not forget the fact that, uh, you know, we're only a couple, three weeks, uh, uh, four weeks since uh, all the debate about uh, women's reproductive rights. We don't hear anything about that anymore, do we? Well, not in the main, you know, it, it's because we've moved on as a society. 
until the next big thing happens. Until the next big thing happens. And I think that I think that people need to stay diligent. All these are all important causes. But mm-hmm. what it boils down to at the very end, have you had enough? Are you have you had enough? Yes. Right and, now. And- and people need to realize this and get and vote. And uh, and again, we can't say this enough. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. But hey, look, we're fortunate this week. Uh, we're big fans of, uh, of a couple of guys who refer to themselves as the good liars. And uh, they were at the NRA convention a couple of weeks ago. And we've got a couple of uh, clips here. And and we'll save the the one the third one is is really something. Uh, we'll save that for the end. But but let's let's see. This is John's. Is it John's favorite? The one about hammers. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So so let's start with this. These are quick. More people and more crime is committed, and more people are killed with hammers every year than guns. Look at the facts. I will look that up. I don't think that's true, actually. That is true. In the United States, though? Yes, sir. That is true. Look it up. It's on. You can Google it. It's true. It's actually true. So the number of murder victims and the weapons used. Okay, number one, handguns, 8,029. Number two, firearms, type not stated, 4,863. Number three, knives or cutting instruments, personal weapons, fists, feet, uh, then rifles at 455, then blunt objects, clubs, hammers, uh, 393. The, the, the 300, the hammers, that, that stat is just back, wrong. Back to your question. Second Amendment is still my right and it's still important to me. He said moving right away from the fact that he didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. The, 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 he was definitely spanked by the truth there. And, uh, Oh, and as far as Second Amendment being his right, we're going to get to that in just a oh, just a oh, absolutely! I can't uh, wait for this one, and and we're gonna we're gonna save that one till the end. And here here are the good liars again, uh, again at the NRA convention, having a conversation with a gentleman about slavery. Just keep it flying, keep it flying. And, and why do you want to keep it flying? Why do you want to? Why would anybody want to erase our heritage? Well. Some people would say that that flag symbolizes uh, racism. It symbolizes slavery, um, and they might have some valid points there. Uh, that's their opinion. You know, they're welcome to their opinion if they want it. Are you are you pro slavery or against slavery? I have no comment. But thank you for the interview. I'll give you one more chance. You're pro pro or anti slavery? Uh, no comment. I, well, I'll give you one more opportunity to say if you're pro or anti-slavery. No, on a, no comment. All right. Well, there you have it. No, no comment on the uh, if you're in favor of slavery or not. <laughs> That's the didn't want to go on. He, he didn't want to go on camera saying he was pro-slavery, but. Uh, and by the way, uh, for those of you listening to the audio version, uh, the gentleman was wearing a T-shirt. With the Confederate flag on it. By the way, those that support uh, the, both the Confederates and uh, and the Nazis, they both lost, big time. Yeah. So you're so you're zero for two uh, 
with that stuff. Now, this is probably my favorite of this trio. Uh, we get up and, and we actually speak to uh, directly to Wayne LaPierre at the NRA convention. And please, please pay close attention to what Jason has to say here. And this is this is at and once again at the NRA convention in in Houston uh, just a few weeks ago, just days after Uvalde, days after Uvalde. And uh, so I have to say thank you. The chair recognizes the gentleman at microphone one A. Thank you. Uh, my name is Jason Selvig, and I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida. And I would like to say that I am sick and tired of the left-wing media, and frankly, people in this room today, spreading misinformation about Wayne LaPierre. Whenever there's a mass shooting, they all say that Wayne LaPierre isn't doing enough to stop these mass shootings and even implying that Wayne LaPierre has played a part in making it easier for these shooters to, to get guns, to get weapons. You, you heard it after Las Vegas. You heard it after Pulse nightclub in Orlando. You heard it after Columbine. You, you, you heard it after Parkland. You heard it after Virginia Tech. You heard it after Sandy Hook. You heard it after El Paso. You heard it after Buffalo. You kept hearing that Wayne LaPierre isn't doing enough, and frankly, that's not true. The NRA, under Wayne LaPierre's leadership, has provided thoughts and prayers to the victims and their families. And, and maybe these mass shootings would stop happening if, if we all thought a little bit more and we prayed a little bit more. So I'm asking everyone in this room to think, to pray, give your thoughts and your prayers and your thoughts and your prayers and your prayers and your thoughts. And if we give enough of these thoughts and these prayers, these mass shootings will stop. So I, I want to thank you. Wayne LaPierre, for all your thoughts and all your prayers. Thank you. Now, once again, for those of you on the audio side, uh, the camera keeps cutting to Wayne LaPierre, who looks increasingly befuddled because my take on it is he's not sure if Jason is with him or against them, and at the end, he just has no no clue. But, uh, you know, look, uh, thoughts and prayers for La Wayne LaPierre. Yeah. You know. It, it, I mean, that is that is what what the families of the victims are, are told to hear, and we're giving you our thoughts and prayers. Well, that's not bringing back a seven or an eight year old, no, is it? Uh, no. We we didn't we didn't cue it up, but I watched the video last night of a great grandfather who lost his uh, a gentleman who lost his great grand granddaughter in uh, in Uvalde, and I don't know if he had a few drinks in him. 
uh, but he was rampaging around, and, and justifiably so. I'm I, I'm not holding a thing against the man. Uh, around the, the the memorial that they have there currently with the crosses, and the police are following him, and uh, you know, and he's you know, where were you? Well, these were these are out of town police. You know, the cops that are there to protect the Uvalde police, who looks like didn't do their job. Um, and he's saying, my great-granddaughter, you know, she got shot. Where were you guys? Where were you? There's a whole crowd around them. And, and, and it just breaks your heart to, to watch this man in his grief. Uh, and this is what the NRA and the Second Amendment people and oh, we're going to get into the Second Amendment here in just just a moment uh, about how it's not what you think it is. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is the thoughts and this is where their thoughts and bra- prayers go. Uh, there are people still remember, remember, remember all those beautiful kids at Sandy Hook. Well, heck, uh, most of them would have been either entering high school or finishing their freshman, sophomore year right now. You know, they'd all be teenagers now. Ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Now, you think a day goes by that their parents don't realize, aren't going through, well, Susie would be doing this now. Johnny would be, you know, he'd be doing this. He'd be playing baseball, soccer, whatever, you know. And to watch the kids their age in the neighborhood, don't you think it doesn't destroy them? I, I've told the story of uh, my cousin who was tragically killed when she was about six, I believe it was. Uh, my aunt has never, never gotten over it. And we're talking... Uh, almost 60 years now Mm -hmm. she is it is never and by the way uh, she had another child to raise my 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 cousin jim uh and so what do you think it was like for him yeah and i i mean he was he was a baby at the time so i don't even know if he remembers his sister and that's not a bad thing that's that's just you know uh but this is what folks have have to live with. Your thoughts and prayers. They, they, they mean as much as the empty boxes I have set up behind me. I can load them up with your thoughts and prayers. And when I turn them upside down, what comes out? Nothing. Not your, a thoughts thing. And, your thoughts and prayers mean nothing. You don't know these people. You're going to completely forget about them. Uh, you know, Wayne LaPierre, John Cochran. Greg Abbott and uh, Cruz, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that guy. So you know, take your thoughts and prayers and stick them high and hard up your ass, because they're going to do as much good there as they're going to do anything else, anywhere else. All you're doing when you offer thoughts and prayers, in my opinion, is you're trying to comfort yourself. It isn't like it, it isn't like God receives a telegram. Oh, hey, 
make things better in, in their lives over there. Keeping them, keeping somebody in your thoughts, yeah, that's a that's a good idea. But if you've got somebody in your thoughts, then, like that video said, take action. That's right. How take many action. do how, something? How many of these people are in? And, and I go back to Cruz because he's the poster child for all this, for being a suck up. Uh, I'll go to Wayne LaPierre. How many, how many of them are you thinking about on a daily basis? And yet you still shill for these assault weapons or whatever they're called. And then you'll have people, oh, they're not really assault. That's not what they're called. That's not what AR means. Okay. It's, it, it doesn't mean assault rifle. It's the, it's the name of the company that's still that a killing machine. Still a killing machine. That is correct. You're not going out some nitwit. I, and I, I, I don't even know their name, some senator, some representative somewhere. Well, you know, you got to kill the uh, raccoons that come in and into your chicken coops. Something tells me you can do that without having to fire off 100 rounds a second. I mean, it's not like the raccoons are showing up in a camo vest, uh, you know, with handheld, with, with grenades and all that. Good God almighty. You know, we don't need these weapons. Me personally, I'd get rid of all of them. But realistically, and we've talked about this before, and this is the problem with this problem is that we go round and round and nothing gets done, which is why we have to vote. We have to vote. You know, I, I like to say vote for Ed because I won't do nothing. This is one I would get involved in. This would be the only thing I would get involved with is uh, this. Uh let me give you a little reality about the NRA for one thing. The NRA, when it comes right down to it, doesn't give a hoot about any gun owner individually. What they give a damn about is the ability for these companies to continue to produce these weapons. They are they are for the gun manufacturers. When it comes right down to it, they give a damn about us or the, I should say you, the gun owner. They're the lobbying arm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, and gun. they shell out and they shell out thousands upon millions of dollars into uh, various campaigns you know what you do what you do if you're going to the polls if you're the person you're looking at on the ballot for <clears throat> governor for senator for representative for president have they taken any lobbying money from the NRA if they if you've taken a dime from the NRA you are not getting my vote I've got I've got uh, some statistics here I'd like to read off. Some okay. some other laws that have been passed in 1967. <clears throat> excuse me. Actress Jane Mansfield was killed when her car ran under the rear end of a tractor trailer. Since then, all trailers have a DOT bar at the rear to keep cars from going under them. 1982, seven people die when Tylenol packaging was tampered with. 
Since then, it takes a PhD, channel locks, and a sharp object to get into a bottle of pills. In 1995, a bombing using a certain kind of fertilizer, solution-grade ammonium nitrate, killed 168 people. So the government imposed severe restrictions on the purchase of that fertilizer. In 2001, one person attempts to blow up a plane with a shoe bomb. Since then, all air travelers have to take off their shoes for scanning for being allowed to board. Since 1968, 1,516,863 people have died from guns on American soil. Gun violence kills an average of 168 people every two days. Mm-hmm. Now the problem apparently can't be solved except with thoughts and prayers. The, the point of all that is, is that the common denominator in the first four is that it only had to happen once. Once. For change to be enacted. We are killing 84 people a day. 84 people a day. And all we get is thoughts and prayers. So, again, keep that in mind when you go to the polls. Uh, You have primaries coming up. I have a primary coming up here uh, at the end of this month, in about three weeks. Uh, Although, no, I'm not going to get into that right now. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to affect change. We have to get big, overwhelming results. Uh, look, look, the people, the die, the uh, there are people that would just as soon die rather than, <clears throat> excuse me, vote Democrat, and that's fine. We're not. It's the people in the middle, the people who are. They want change. They're afraid to speak out loud. Those are the people whose minds we have to change. We have to change their minds. Just give them to vote Democrat. So. So we have this video. We've cut it down a little bit from its original four and a half minutes, or down to two and a half minutes. Uh, but the but the point is there. This is uh, what's his name, John? Is it David Fontes? Fontes is his last name. He's uh, a candidate for. Oh, I had it written down here too. He's running for as an Arizona running for representative in Arizona. And, the gentleman, the gentleman. He explains it, but he was a, a, a marine. He was in the Marines, and he was a marks a marksman uh, instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll let him pick it up from there. If I can get to it, hey everybody, Adrian Fontes here, Democrat running for Arizona Secretary of State, and I was a marksmanship instructor in the Marine Corps. I taught Marines how to shoot. Here's what the Second Amendment says: It's really easy. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And everybody always says, oh, well, that's great. Well, what does militia mean? What does this mean? What does that mean? Well, guess what? Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 and 16. Congress shall have the power to call forth the militia, execute the laws of the union, suppress insurrections and repel invasions. The militia, in the context of our Constitution, is enforcing the laws of the union. They work for the government, not against some tyrannical fantasy government that you guys are fetishizing against. It also says the Congress shall have the power to provide for organizing, arming, 
and disciplining the militia. That means you get your militia arms from the government. You don't buy them yourself. That's what the Constitution says. Then it goes on to say, and for governing such part of them as may be employed in the service of the United States, reserving to the states respectively appointment of officers. So it's a whole unit. There's discipline. There's They arm it. It's organized under Congress's rules, reserving to the states the appointment of the officers and the authority of training the militia according to the discipline prescribed by Congress. Congress provides the rules for the militia. Congress provides the arms for the militia. Congress calls up the militia. You don't just get to be a militia on your own. I was a marksmanship instructor. Digging through some stuff, I found this manual that I used to use, this giant thick manual that Marines use to train each other on how to fire weapons. It's a two-week course. Marines have to go through this every single year to be qualified to shoot with the, with the, with the M16A2 service rifle, which is like the AR-15. But an 18-year-old in the United States of America, an 18-year-old doesn't have to go through any of that training, can go grab an AR-15 and do damage like they've done and murder kids in classrooms like they've done. But what about the Republicans like Ted Cruz that are out there blaming doors? What about all of the Republicans who are not standing up doing what their constituents want them to do. I'm Adrian Fontes. I'm running for Secretary of State in Arizona. And this Democrat is not going to go quietly into the night. We're going to fight and we're going to win. Okay. Well, first name, Adrian Fontes, running for Secretary of State yes. in uh, Arizona. And again, for those of you on the audio, the book he references is about the thickness of, uh, of an old uh, New York City yellow pages. Good uh, Lord, it was thick. And, and that's what the Marines have to go through to fire these weapons safely and productively. Mm -hmm. uh, and the point he makes, I mean, you know, an 18-year-old just walks in. And the way he, <clears throat> you know, the Second Amendment is only about three lines long. But you look at the definitions that are in other parts of that that document. <clears throat> Excuse me. My, uh, and it clearly lays out, it clearly lays out, you know, that how it's supposed to happen. And that at nowhere in the Constitution or any of the amendments as is the word own used or any synonym of it for uh, as it regards to guns. And by the way, let's keep this in mind. And, and this is from uh, uh, David Gardner on the Twitter, at by David Gardner. I don't know, man. Maybe some dudes from the 1700s who owned people and would be mystified by the sight of a dishwasher weren't right about everything in perpetuity. I mean, stop and think about it. Uh, as, as brilliant as these gentlemen were, Remember, the bullet wasn't invented until 50 years after. Right. They, they wrote this. The bullet. They had no idea what a bullet was, let alone, uh, you know, an AR-15. Uh, heck, they didn't know what electricity was. 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. That's the talk and text line here for this particular show. You can also reach us here 
by tweeting at Taxi Stand Hour. Uh, you know, my my goodness, it is. It's all, it's all a misnomer. They they they. It's funny. There are so many different points of the Constitution, but you know the the amendments to the Constitution. You know, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, which sometimes I still say is freedom from religion. <laughs> You're not wrong. You have uh, uh, the right to assemble peacefully. Yeah, peacefully assemble. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, there has been laser focus on the Second Amendment. And like it was just proven here by, uh, by Adrian there. The Second Amendment is not what you people necessarily nope. think it is. No, nope, whole it idea is not. of a well, a well-regulated militia. What is this well-regulated militia talking about? The armed forces, maybe. Well, again, he explained all of that. He right. explained all of that. Uh, at no point does it mean, uh, you know, Joe Toothless gets the or anybody. I shouldn't say that. Uh, just go. You you have you can just go out and buy a gun. That's not what it says at all. Under no circumstances does it say that. Uh, look, we can go round and round, but I don't want to miss out on what I know is John's favorite clip of the week: the the oh. irrepressible, ir ir irreplaceable, long Lauren Bobert, who's about to talk to us about what every kid is coming home with. Oh, absolutely. What's the latest rage? Those F-15s. Madam Speaker, I want to begin this evening by thanking my Democrat colleagues for their outstanding work in encouraging millions of Americans to celebrate their Second Amendment rights by purchasing their first, second, or even 100th firearm. From the left's riots in cities across America to Biden's threats to strip away our basic constitutional rights, Democrats are single-handedly responsible for the sale of tens of millions of firearms. Bravo. Well done. And I hear that the interest has begun to peak when it comes to the sale of F-15s. The more great stuff you're going to get. Sure beats the boss. Could not resist inserting. I was I was looking for video of F-15s and it dawned on me. Use the Pepsi contest Harrier jet. There's uh, yeah, that's right. We're all lining up, Lauren. We all we're all gonna have our F-15s. Thank goodness I have a garage now. I have parking, so so when I get my F-15, you nitwit. Yes, she misspoke. I understand that we all do it, but. But good gravy, when you're standing up in front of the U.S. House of Representatives, gloating, gloating over the fact that people are owning guns and children are being killed, and and you're putting it on the Democrats? Yeah, because that's who's going in and pulling the trigger, you you twinkie. Why don't you go uh, see if your husband's exposing himself to schoolgirls anymore? Well, further in that video, he was, or excuse me, she was 
talking about some of those things, talking about the, oh, we should be addressing uh, uh, Hunter Biden. We should be, you know, Hunter Biden did this, Hunter Biden did that. Listen, I understand that Hunter Biden is the son of Joe Biden, but in my, to my recollection, doesn't own, doesn't hold any political office, doesn't have any political influence whatsoever to the president, unlike uh, the Trump children. Right. And, and Jared Kushner right now uh, just turned out he, uh, he took a couple of billion, that's billion with a B kids and kittens. We include the kittens on that one. And he was a government employee. So, you know, yeah, they like to throw Hunter Biden out there and uh, maybe, maybe to keep, keep them happy. Should we have Hillary Clinton sit for another 11 hour session about Benghazi? For the oh, uh, 18th time. Sure. And by the way, she showed up and she didn't complain and whine about it. She showed up. Uh, Peter Navarro got arrested the other day. Why? Because he ignored a subpoena. And he was crying about it. Oh, they locked me up. They took me to jail. What? What? All they had to do was call me. I had to come in to oh, the police shit. station. Well, why didn't you just respond to the subpoena? You knew you you're 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 aware of these things. They make it clear. Hey, if you don't show up uh, under penalty of law, okay. He was getting on a plane going wherever he was going. And uh, good, it's start. It's time to start playing hardball with these people. But oh, and you know, they all try to play fast and loose. Why? Because we've let them play fast and loose. They will keep doing it until we stop them from doing it. I am desperately waiting for these January 6th hearings to show up, to start airing. I can't wait. But, but I can't wait. Now, what is, I, I have no idea what this last little clip is, John. I, I, I well, saw it, I didn't listen to it, so I don't know what it is. Well, it would have been more attached to a video that I had put up there with, uh, with the other, uh, with the other supposed uh, one that I'm smitten with, there. Uh, oh, your girlfriend, MTG. Yeah. With, uh, she's doing experiments in a peach tree dish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She went out. We there was not enough time for that to to uh, uh, to air that particular video. But she was going on about morality and about God and this and that and how God is on America's side and it made me made me remember a movie from back in the day with Chris Rock in it called I believe it was called Head of State if I'm not mistaken mm -hmm. and he was running for president well he was running a, a, against this guy here whose favorite tagline was this God bless America and no place else. Ah, uh, God bless America, and no place and else. No place else. And that you just, you just when you when you see that, you can't help but think about these Looney Tunes, especially MGT. You're, you're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. Um, she harkens back. I was, I was talking. Uh, going back and forth with your buddy Ken Coons there for Ken, a while. Ken, all is forgiven. 
Come home, Ken. And she, uh, uh, MTG, I always say MGT for some damn reason, but um, she harkens back, at least this is what she's putting out there, to a simpler time when white people ruled everything. And as long as you followed along with the plan, which might just, which she might be interpreted as God's plan. God's you, plan. Everything, everything is just fine. Everything will go just peachy and whatnot. You know, don't don't go against God's will and gay and and heaven forbid you'd want to abort a, a a fetus that will one day grow up to be a beautiful bouncing baby she she paints this rosy picture except for the one thing that she forgets to mention what is that? we are all individuals you have your rights to believe whatever you want to believe i have my rights to believe whatever i want to believe some of them might not exactly conform with the way, you know, with the white picket fence that you're trying to put out there. For My everybody. God's better than your God. My God's better than yours. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's true. You know, this God whole, bless America and no place else. I like that. Did you like that? I do like I, that. I like that movie. I, I'm due I, to, due to I've check always, that. I've always held that you're watching a sporting event, you watch the Super Bowl, the World Series, whatever. At the end, the one guy from the winning team says, God was on our side, to which I always respond, so you're saying God hates the other team. Right. Why would God be on your side and not the other side? And what if I don't believe in God, but I play for the winning team? Was he on my side too? Well, yeah. No, you, I... Look, I love the ones. I love the ones that you, you hit a home run, you score a touchdown, whatever. You point up to the sky. What are you doing? Checking for the wind? Hey, now. All right, let's not pick on people's religious. We we only got less than a minute here, so. Well, but give give me a break for crying out loud. Like, just kind of like what you said, like you said. God, you really think? It. Yeah. Do you ever see this? Uh, you know, how about the pitcher that gives up that grand slam home run? Yeah. Do you see how you think he's up to this guy? What, what, what are you telling me? God's kicking him in the pants? Yeah. Yeah, screw you, pal. I'm going to make your life a living hell, but without actually sending you to hell. There you go. There you go. Hey, you know, we're going to have a whole lot of fun uh, here in, uh, in hour number two coming up with Just Killing Time. And, yeah, well. uh, Including a new wrinkle to our uh, our uh, battle of the one hit wonders, my buddy, my pal, my confidant,
T-F-I. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. And welcome back once again here to Just Killing Time on Radio TFI, the ugly stepsister of the taxi stand hour, if you will. Uh, once again, from the Shaletta makes me laugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And in the still in transit Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is the incomparable <clears throat> one and only Ed Van Ness. Again, good morning, sir. Good morning once again, kids and kittens. We're still working on some of the bugs here for just killing time. Uh, thanks for joining us in our final, we believe, broadcast from this particular location. Uh, hopefully by next week, uh, we'll have some of these bugs worked out. Like, uh, I forgot to tell John his audio cuts out. <laughs> he kept talking at the end of the last hour, and, and I haven't fixed that yet. <laughs> you can't be heard. There was nothing wrong with you. It's the way the video is set up. Sorry, dude. Good shooting, Sanchez. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but the best for you, belly boy. I nothing know. but the best. Well, as we have become uh, accustomed to doing here, we are going to go through with our birthdays and our other uh, things that we do here on this uh half hour including the uh the one and only wayback machine and oh oh god battle of the one hit wonders i can't wait for this because this no is wrinkle this week no wrinkle. wrinkle it's gonna be a hoot i'm telling yeah, you and, and i i believe not just a hoot but also a holler would also be a holler yes I, that's and that's my uh Absolutely right. You can join us here too if you like. 754-800-CHAT 754-800-2428 That is the uh, voice and text line if you care to send a text text to that number. Uh, We'll get it here and if we think it's pertinent to anything, we'll actually read it. How about that? How about that? All right. Well, what do you say? Let's go ahead and uh, Hit up the birthdays for uh, this particular week as soon as I can pull up my uh, trusty little screen here. You let me know when you're ready, kiddo. I am ready. (laughs) 
now we're looking at birthdays here from the upcoming week here from the 5th through the 11th, uh, starting with today, where Mark Wahlberg will be 51 years old. Marky Mark, yes, 51 years old. Uh, tomorrow, the 6th, tennis player Bjorn Borg will be 66. Is he that old? He is that old. My goodness, Bjorn Borg. It's, uh, I remember the first time I saw his name, I was like, how do you pronounce? What the heck kind of magic is this? Now, he was playing, his, his big face-offs were against uh, Jimmy Connors, if I'm not mistaken, were they not? Like Connors, McEnroe, with that, you know, 70s, 80s. That's right. I think tennis was a lot more fun those days, uh, to tell you the truth. I uh, will take your word for it. I'm not, a, I'm not a tennis fan, but I will say that guys like McEnroe and Connors uh, at least made it somewhat interesting. Well, McEnroe would try to tear down the Empire stand, for goodness sake. Oh, moving on to the eighth here, where Kanye West will be 45. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Are we not done with him yet? Is he still alive? He's still alive. Man. Going on to the ninth now, where Michael J. Fox will be 61 years old. Hey, Doc. I can't do Michael J. Fox. Congratulations to Johnny Depp, who will be 59 years old. Well, he got himself a big old, big old early birthday present now, didn't he? Yeah. Did, did you pay any attention whatsoever to precious, any of that? Precious little. But it seems to me they're both knuckleheads. Yeah. But, but she's... I don't want to even want to talk about it. I really don't, because it involved a human being purposely pooping on a bed. And, well, there you go. So, well, this will brighten your day. Natalie Portman will be forty-one. That's a lie. That young lady. That young lady will be forever twenty-one in my in my mind. <laughs> Princess Amadeo, or whatever her name was. And now moving on to the 10th, where Elizabeth Hurley will be 57. Oh, God. If, if you want to, first off, in her prime, Elizabeth Hurley was the perfect woman. There is a movie, it's a remake, called Bedazzled. Dudley, Dudley Moore was in the original. In the remake... She plays the devil, and my God, is the woman funny, sexy, beautiful, and just everything. And she has just the right British accent to make the hair on your head come back to life. Hold on. She gets an extra one. Okay, now moving on to next Saturday, the 11th, where Shia LaBeouf. Is that how you pronounce his name? LaBeouf. LaBeouf? LaBeouf? How about, how about Shia La, 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 La Nutball? Well, there you go with that. He'll be 36 next week. I don't know how, but the skin of his teeth. And yeah. football legend Joe Montana 
will be 66 years old. I, I, I am proud to say, I got to say, I went to, went to uh, a Dolphins game. They were playing the 49ers. And I was sitting, the seats I had fortunately were uh, near the end zone. But I did get to see live and in person Montana to Rice for a touchdown. Did you? Even though it was, even though it was against my home team, uh, I was very, very happy that I got to see that. Uh, and that'll always replay in your mind. Live and in person. I mean, weren't, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I personally don't think. They were better than than uh, Marino and the du- and the Marx brothers, Mark Duper and Mark Clayton, uh, of the same era. Of the same era. Well, not quite. Eh, kind of, sort of. Anyway, uh, but boy, oh boy, it, it's just one of those things. It's like being able to say you you saw Babe Ruth hit a home run, or you know that kind of thing. Not, well, and it could be any home run. And just for that, Joe Montana gets. <laughs> And then went on to Kansas City and kicked some ass there, too. That was fun to watch as, as a Chiefs fan. Uh, yeah. That was fun to watch him there for a short period of time. I'll bet. All right. We still don't have an ending for this bit. Well, for this bit, that's true. So what do you say? You ready to pull the ripcord on the, on the uh, old lawnmower here? Oh, wait. Here we go. I've had cars that sounded like that. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. And thank you very much for that. Well, just like uh, just like the birthdays here, we're looking at uh, uh, through uh, from today through the 11th. And this is some wait of the minute. things. Wait, 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 wait. Well, 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 well. Not a comment on the fact that we, we got a microphone right up to the Wayback Machine and we could hear it running. Oh, well, running. Is that what you called it? (laughs) For lack of a better word right now. Lord, I remember having cars that used to sound like that when they started. Believe me. (laughs) What are you, 180? Especially here in Minnesota winters. uh, Back in the days when they you had eight cylinder engines. And if you didn't have a a heater block, uh, you might have been screwed. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So from today, from the 5th, in 1968, Palestinian Sirhan Sirhan shoots Robert F. Kennedy three times. Now, he died the following day. Uh, He he shot uh, Kennedy and five others at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California. Well, I had this nice, fun sound effect, but I'm not doing that now. Yeah. No, you don't want not not for this one, and probably not for the following one. In 1981, the AIDS epidemic officially begins. Lord, when U.S. senators, yeah, excuse me, U.S. centers for disease control reports on uh, pneumonia affecting five homosexual men in Los Angeles. 
tell me things are going to pick up from here. Well, we'll see. Um, moving on. Moving on to the seventh, where in 1929, Vatican City becomes a sovereign state. All right. Oh, geez. Jeez, 19, in 1934, do you think I have to make everything cheery? You think it all has to be uh, rainbows? Yeah, and I, I, I want I want unicorns farting cotton candy, for God's sake. Yeah, well, it doesn't always work that way, unfortunately. I want them vomiting uh, rainbows. 1934, the first appearance of Donald Duck in a car cartoon, <clears throat> Wise Little Hen. I, I, I don't do a Donald Duck. My, my youngest brother does, or I did. I don't know if he still does it. Anyway. In 1965, the Supreme Court decides on Griswold versus Connecticut, effectively legalizing the use of contraception by married couples. <laughs> Look at where they're trying to take it back to. That is absolutely right. Absolutely correct. It's uh, because only married couples need contract. Because no one, no one who isn't married has ever copulated before. There you go. From 1972. From 1972, the musical Grease opens at the Broadhurst Theater in New York City for 3,388 performances. I, I actually worked that show as an usher a couple of times uh, on the original run. And uh, what most people forget is that, I, I mean, it's in there in the movie version. But it it's it's not the cleanest show in the world. It's it's not a kid show, not by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, you know, moving on, great show, great show. I mean, w whether you see it on stage or the movie, the the movie is fantastic. I'd like Living to see. I've I've been to one one Broadway style play in my entire. Uh, in my entire life, so I would, if I would. Never, Greece. If you've never seen a, a, a well-done musical, especially a musical comedy, something like, like Grease, you know, that's you're in for a treat. And uh, oh, by the way, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, 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 down. Olivia Newton-John and black tight black pants. Yeah, buddy, that gets an extra. Uh, Easy, easy now. Ooh. Okay, moving on now to the ninth, where uh, seventy-seven bucket of cold water, table two. There you go. <laughs> the silver jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain was celebrated. Did we just do that? I don't. know. What was this? The platinum that she celebrated today? Or you yesterday? know, you just know. She's doing this just to mess with, with Chuck. She is determined. She's going to outlive him. I she is determined to outlive him. Because let's face it, unless he inherits his mother's genes, he's looking at best, at best 20 years as king. And I don't think he'll make it that far. No. I think William is really William is already sitting there. He goes in with Granny, and they polish the throne together. William is next. 
<laughs> and by the way, Kate Middleton, his wife, she is just a striking woman. That woman has had three children, and she still looks like she's a 21-year-old. <sighs> I'm having a day here with English women. I, I understand that. God save the queen. God save her is bright. <laughs> in 2019, over 1 million people protest in Hong Kong over the proposed new extradition of laws to China in one of the largest ever protests in the city. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. There you go. Yeah, yeah, they got problems over there in Taiwan, namely China. Okay, moving on to the 10th now, where in 1977, Apple Computers ships its first Apple II computer. Where, where'd they ship it to? I, I honestly don't know. Doesn't say here. Does not say here. In 2007, the Sopranos series finale on HBO. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Uh, when it comes to that show, I pretty much so what as well. I never watched a single Wait a of the did you, you did the silence intentionally, right? Yes. Okay. Because I played the same sound effect, the silence. Okay. Yeah, for those uh, of you not, not familiar, the Sopranos just cut off in mid-scene, and that was the end of it. Oh. <sighs> Who cares? In uh, On the 11th now, in 1776, the Continental Congress creates a committee to draft the Declaration of Independence with Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, Roger Sherman. Who the hell is Roger Sherman? And Robert R. Livingston as members. Continental Congress. That's the original lineup. Okay. In 1963, President JFK says segregation is morally wrong and it is time to act. You know what the okay. difference is? They, he acted. Something he, got done. Something he, got done. And last but not least, going back yeah, to yeah. Uh, uh, going back to uh, uh, British uh, women, if you mm -hmm. will, from the 11th in 1987, Margaret I Thatcher will. is <laughs> the first British prime minister in 160 years to win a third consecutive term. That's three bells for three terms. The the Iron Lady herself. Two out of three ain't bad. I'm sure she's a she was a wonderful woman, but she's not in uh, Kate Middleton and uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Maybe she was back in the day, but and I'm being very sexist here. Yes, you are. Yeah. What else you got? That's it. That wraps it up. All right, are you ready to shut down the machine? It's time to shut down the machine. Is it going to explode? Up. Well, I can't give you much more than what I'm hearing in the background here, folks. So 
Thanks for tuning in to that, and uh, we'll have more good stuff for you here next week. All right. That's it. I know timing on that sucked because I had no idea how long it was actually going to be, but John, 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 John. And? And now what? And, and now what? Oh, now what do we do? Now what do we do? Now what do we do? You want to oh, take a break? You want, to, you want to go right into it? Uh, go right into what? And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. You know, for as excited as I was about that, as I was looking at the clock, I forgot we still had to do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, my God. I forgot. I, I caramba. And that's sad because I'm actually kind of excited about this new twist we're going to put on it. Well, so let, let, let's get to let's go ahead and go through. Let's go ahead and go through uh, what we have uh, for last week. This is our uh, this is our our current challenger from 1974, Johnny Wakelin. This here's the story of Cassius Clay. That is Muhammad Ali, Black Superman by Johnny Wakelin from 1974. That's your challenge. That, that has been in my head all week long. And I, it is not an earworm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beautiful. I bet you know what that song is now, don't you? Oh, I know it now. I didn't know it last week. I know it now. <laughs> All right. And here is your returning champion. Uh, two weeks now at the uh, top of the heap. Terry Jacks from 1974. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Bye, Papa, please pray for me. I was a black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong. Too much wine and too much song. Wonder how I got along. Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die. And, of course, you turned the volume down on that as I was taking a drink. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, now, okay, go ahead and announce, announce those. And now, let's go ahead and give you the winner. This one wasn't even close. I hate to tell, I hate to say it. And still, your Battle of the One Hits, One Hit Wonders champion 
It is Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks. 98, 92.8% of the phone. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we've climbed hills and trees. Learned of love and ABC, skinned our hearts and skinned our knees. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky. Now that the spring is in the air, pretty girls are everywhere. Think of me and I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Bye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong. Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Little children everywhere you see them, I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons, have all gone. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons, have all gone. Goodbye, Michelle, my little one. You gave me love and helped me find the sun Every time that I was down You would always come around And get my feet back on the ground Goodbye Michelle, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Flowers everywhere. I wish that we could both be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the stars we could reach were just starfish on the beach. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the stars we could reach were just starfish on the beach. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons. That's Seasons in the Sun. Terry Jacks from 1974. You're returning and current Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion. That's three weeks in a row for that, isn't it? That is three weeks in a row. So I got to hear the numbers. I, I, I got to hear the numbers. Uh, the, uh, it won by 90, 92.8% of the vote. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, that, it, it, it got 90 to 93% of the vote. 
Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, it got, uh, I hate to say it, Muhammad Ali got spanked <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Well, it has, you'll never forget that song now as long as you live. You'll be, you'll be humming that song now 10 years from now. I had never heard of it until a week ago, and you're right. I, I will not forget it. So why don't you explain to the folks what we're doing now, now with our new Challenger system? I, I tell you, that's a catchy song. It's one of the reasons I thought of it and brought it into brought it into the mix here. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Well, it didn't. I worked out fine for me. It provided great entertainment. Uh, I just, I just imagine if, if this was a couple of weeks down the line, when it really matters if, if your pick does well. Well, it's, it's, I'm going to have to think about this a little differently. Yes, because yeah. Yeah, beginning, starting with this next week. Right now. Uh, well, right now, yeah, technically right now. My my uh, my good friend here. I I suggested. I said if you don't like what I put out there uh, for uh, champion and challenger or whatever new challenger, then I challenge you to come up with a a different song. And he took that one step further and said, "Okay, I got a horse. I got a horse in this race too." So from now on. Ed's gonna have Ed's gonna have his uh, pick. I'm gonna have my pick. Um, and they're basically, gonna battle. Yeah, they're gonna battle. And now, if his selection for this next week uh, wins, then I gotta find a new challenger, and vice versa. So that's right. Without, without further ado, let's give you this. From Dexie's Midnight Runners from 1982. Come on, 
week's challenger from 1982 with a song and a, a band that i had never heard of before actually it's funny I'll, it, anyways it's come on eileen by dexie's midnight runners tell me tell me that terry jacks stands a chance against against it listen to that you just wanted to jump out of your seat at the end there and just dance, dance, dance. No, I, I, here's here's the thing. That um, you picked a song from the 1980s, which I loathe music in the 1980s with very limited exceptions. That's your choice. I, I am a firm believer that of the uh, of the song well the first song that aired uh the first video that aired on MTV video killed the radio star and i think that um but hey that was your choice you're entitled to it i will put it i will give it i will give it fair attention um any any of the polling i won't say well this was my pick this is ed's pick or anything to that effect um and uh, we'll we'll roll it from there. We'll see what happens. Uh, I will say that I had not heard of that song by title or heard of that particular group. I did recognize the song once it started playing. See, but but having said that, the only words of that song that I even understood were the uh, were the was the chorus. 
come on, Eileen. Everything else, <laughs> I could not understand a word of what was being said. So there you go. We'll have that up and running here. We'll, you'll get a chance to vote on it uh, this week, and we'll see what happens uh, here on the uh, Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. But uh, so now it's Ed's... Serious. It's serious now. Oh, yeah, it is. It's on. It's not, as they say, it's on like Donkey Kong Donkey now. Kong. You, you best believe that, my friend. No, what I think... I think it'll be interesting. I think it does add a new twist to uh, this particular uh, segment, if you will. So, and at a good time, because uh, so now there are there any parameters with this? Do we do we have to stick with just uh, one hit or just uh, pop no, one hit, one hit one. wonders, or do we what, have do we whatever? All, Whatever you feel is, uh, well, obviously we want something that's, you know, people have heard of. Right. Or, or at least spent some, was actually on the charts. You know, look, I could pull out, you know, from some genre of country, something that from a, you know, a one hit wonder. But I wouldn't do that. I would, you know, look, Muhammad Ali was. Yeah. But, well, I, I'm telling you, it was... Pick, pick your yeah. year, pick your decade, it doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, you want to stick with the 70s? Stick with the 70s. There's a lot of great stuff there. I uh, might I might even actually dust off and go into the 60s. Well, ooh, I got, ooh. Ooh. but just to show that I'm I, I'm, I'm fair. And, uh, I, I'm, oh, you should have seen the one I was going to pick. And I thought... Uh, the one I was going to do, let me see if I can dig it up real quick. I've got it right here. Uh, if I can get to it. The one I wanted to do was this. <laughs> Must have matured late in life with the coast of the world. And the touch of the world that is older. I turn the switch and check the number. I leave it on when it bed I slumber. I hear the rhythms of the music. I buy the product and never use it. I hear the talking of the DJ. Can understand just what does he say? I'm on a Mexican radio. Mexican radio. It was a Big, big, heavy rotation on MTV right at the same time of uh... I heard you on the wireless back in 52 Lying awake and dancing, tuning in on you Young, it didn't stop you coming through. Oh, oh, oh. They took the credit for your second symphony. We ran by machine on new technology. 
song like that, that launched MTV. Yeah, and like I said, it, it could, they couldn't have come up with a better song, a more accurate song. Oh, well, I don't uh, you know. Because it wasn't by accident that they chose that one. Because I'll tell you something, it got to the point where music studios were more concerned about making good videos and didn't give a damn about making good music. No, that wasn't until after MTV launched. When MTV launched, there weren't as many. It was mostly performance videos, um, you know, stuff from concerts and all that. I mean, you had a few. The Monkees uh, pretty much pioneered the whole concept of of the music video. Uh -huh. But and the, actually, the Beatles and Help even yeah. before that. Uh, so now, obviously, once MTV got popular. Well, sure. Then you had, you know, and I'm sorry. I still think David Lee Roth's uh, I'm Just a Gigolo is one of the best videos ever produced because it, it lampoons the entire industry, the whole video making industry. And, and, and it's just, to me, it's one of the most hilarious. Uh, even starts out, he's on Dave TV. I mean, you know. <laughs> and by the way, Tune into MTV. Good luck finding music. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Or anything even music related. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, anyway. So yeah. So that's uh, that's the new new gig. Uh, you, John, you pick from wherever you want, and if you think the peoples will will vote for. Whatever dreck it is, I mean, whatever song it is that you come up with. Well, you, we still have to, we still have to get uh, Dexy a win here before we worry if I make a next. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I first heard, when I first heard this, heard the, just heard it by t name and title, I thought, "Good Lord, this one's going to get smashed worse than Muhammad Ali." But now, but now eh, it could be interesting. It could be. It's it's a very, very catchy tune. And uh, once you hear it, it's hard to stop. You get right into it. Anyway, so so that's that. And uh, hopefully that'll that'll turn into something. We'll keep us occupied until football season. What do you think we're gonna we think we're gonna ditch this oh, all just because of football oh, season? Oh no. Oh no, it this will be no 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 but you know at that point we'll have a other things at, to do. At, at that point in time we'll we'll be basically the second hour will be uh uh busier it, than the first hour. <laughs> no, the second hour will be more structured than the first hour. Isn't, it, isn't that the case? Yeah, isn't that's that's uh, very much uh, very much true. Right, right now we're down to about fifteen minutes. We got to figure out what to do with now, and uh, once football comes by, that's pretty much gonna. That's you know, gonna go bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. See ya, as uh, as somebody once said. So, uh, whew, that was. Uh, so I don't know where to go from here now. Well, let where me see. I think I've got a couple of. Uh, a couple of things here in my uh, up my sleeve that hmm. were kind of kind of sort of funny because I really go fuck yourself. 
But because I really don't want to go uh, to the fact that yes, we uh, yesterday had more more uh, mass shootings. Uh, Philadelphia. Now stop, stop, stop. So the other day I had to go out to. We're, we're not doing that in this hour. Not doing that. Okay, now I understand. I I understand what not wanting to, but I had a shopping cart full of stuff at Walmart the other day because I'm buying. I'm replacing just about everything. Uh, the only thing I'm not really replacing are my my dishes, which I've had for forty years now. And they look fresh, brand new. Oh, you know what I got at the new place? I haven't mentioned. Speaking of what? dishes, I have a dishwasher. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. You've evolved. You have no idea. This changes my life dramatically. You have I, evolved. I am I'm living large now, dude. It's uh, I, I, I got to figure out how to work it and how to feed it and and all that but my life just changed you know uh so I, I i'm looking forward to all that but yeah i bought a whole bunch of stuff new sheets new towels new and all my other stuff the old stuff i'm donating so it's not like it's it's not all going very little is going in the trash most of it is is being donated I have some old furniture sitting in storage that, quite frankly, I just didn't want to move. That's going to get donated. Uh, they can somebody can come by first. Per, first group that wants to come by and dig it out of the storage unit, it's theirs. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Uh, hopefully tomorrow night will be my first night in the new place. I have finally uh, talked the lovely Lori into. Uh, uh, buying a freezer, a chest freezer. Why? Is your chest warm? Uh, why? Because uh, we like to go. We like to the, to go to the store. We like to go to Costco to buy meats and things in bulk. Uh -huh. Well, even the even your standard uh, they, they got us new appliances here. Uh, when they went through this remodel, new new refrigerator, freezer, new dishwasher, new stove, uh, microwave on top of you know really really uh, nice uh, really nice stuff. We're paying we can, out. We can, we're we can hear Lori doing the we, we can hear Lori doing the dishes. Uh, no, Lori's not doing the dishes. She's running the water. She's running the water, but she's not doing dishes. Whatever she's doing. Uh, Washing her hands. Okay. Don't find another room. But she, um, I, I said, we if you're, we're going to keep buying food like this, we need to get a freezer. Plus, keep in mind that one of the things that I have is an ice maker. Hold on a second. Hold on and a second. Place. Hold on. Stop the presses right there. First off. You're in Minnesota. Why do you need an ice maker? Second off, you're in Minnesota. Why do you need a freezer? Third off, you only need a freezer if you're storing body parts. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, we, but I have, I have an ice maker. 
because I like my I like my ice water. I don't drink a lot of pop. I don't drink a lot of uh, other things, but I like my ice water. I have hundreds and, of hours of you clinking clinking ice. Yeah, well, hey, what can I say? Uh, but the thing is, is you know, I, I put the I take the ice out of the ice maker and put it in the little bags, and they have all you can do in our freezer to try to fit that in along with. Uh, all the other things, you know, the uh, the f- ten tubs of uh, of uh, ice cream and uh, ten tubs. Well, I shouldn't say tub. Ten pints of ice cream. Ten pints. Um, meat and frozen vegetables and all that other stuff. It's just you know this uh, this poor freezer that we have attached to the refrigerator is working overtime. Yeah, but but John, it's like. S- Seven and a half months out of the year, you can just set the stuff out the window. And it's going to stay frozen. Nah, not quite. What are you talking about? You're in Minnesota. It's like it's like you can go ice skating in July. I know that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like well, in Florida. It's always 100 degrees, right? You know. But uh, so nonetheless, we're going to. Uh, when did we say that's going to come on uh, the ninth, honey? So, oh, goody, I'll be unconscious. What's that? I will be unconscious. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a minute. Okay. On Thursday, on Thursday, this Thursday, uh, I am having some major dental surgery done to the okay. point where I will be. I will not be knocked out. They told me they won't knock me out completely because I have to open my mouth. I said, can't you do that for me? So I'll be <laughs> drugged. I'll be drugged up, doped up, dopier than normal. They're talking about six hours. Uh, and I've got somebody coming to pick me up when it's all done. Uh, I'm sure the effects of the drugs and all that will wear off by Friday night. Uh, I don't know. I'll be here for the show on Sunday. Whether or not I am an active participant as far as speaking goes is still up for debate. That I will not know until late Saturday night. I Uh, I am still in negotiations with my lovely spouse. I understand. Now, and we're going to do this on the air here. Do you have a second camera? Uh, No. She does not. If if doing in doing this, that is going to be one of the conditions is, is that she does not want to be on camera. Oh, okay. So, all right. All now, right. I might, we might have to use the we might have to use the bat phone, uh, aka Bill Fancher. No, uh, no, 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 no. All right, then we'll talk about this off air. That this just got but, uh, but we don't know. We were still still not one hundred percent convinced that I'm going to be able well, to talk to do it. Period. Well, again, I, I'm. It's not. It's not like I can't be here. I just may not. My speech may not be. So if, say, John, you were to ask me a question, any kind of question. Ask you any kind of question? Yes. What's tomorrow's date? I do not know. 
It'll be something like that. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead, ask, ask Gerald another question. Ask her, Gerald. Um, hey, listen, I do have something here I wanted to bring up. Oh, this got brought to, brought to my attention. He's uh, not going to ask Gerald a question. I am Holy not, not going to ask Gerald a question. How about that? You I, are incredibly I, rude. I've and and you've just now discovering that. Moving on. Thank you. Exactly. Um. So, our friend Shaletta is putting her money where her mouth is, and is taking a ton of books down to distribute. Uh, in uh, Uvalde, um, they're having they're doing a uh, a book drive down there. They want to replenish the libraries in that area, and um, she just loaded up the loaded up the motorhome and uh, mm -hmm. she put up a well she put up a uh, post on Facebook says single ladies in Houston after you get done at church praying for your husband for a husband to come come to my book drive today at uh buy the book in Woodlands Woodlands Texas she'll be taking donations for kids in Uvalde and these gentlemen will be here it's a picture of a group of guys uh the word says He'll draw all men unto you. Um, I will. Uh, I look the whole religious speak. You know, I I, I give I give Shaletta that. That's you know I, I I try not to give her too much grief about that. But um, having said that, um, no, that's a good thing she's doing. You know, you talk about doing something. Well, there's something now. It is 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 it. Uh, Working to get uh, get these guns off the street, well, no. But um, one of the things that uh, that Shaletta had a, a guest on last week, uh, and what she said was, it was actually the the mother of a one of the uh, kids that was shot in uh, in Buffalo. One of the, or I shouldn't say kids, the the young man was 18 years old. He he survived, but um, what he's what she had mentioned was that get books into kids' hands at an early age, because if you're reading about other people other than yourself and your own culture, maybe you'll have a chance as a, as a child. And as a young adult to grow up with a little different perspective, and maybe we can put uh, put an end to the the racism and the other garbage that's going on that that drives some of these uh, uh, mass shootings. So good on her. She, like I said, she's uh, uh, she got this book drive going down there, um, and. Uh, just can't say enough about her about that. Well, you know what you failed to mention, John, and I'm shocked. What's that? She's pals with Oprah. 
She she pals with a lot of people. No, I mean for real. She's like, you know, there's text messages and tweets and whatnot going back and forth. Uh, Shaletta. Yes. You're uh, you're very lucky to be. Uh, oh, you know it. Have a pal like that. You know it. And, and me just by association. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll leave you with this thought before we go bye bye. You will not. I will too. Did you know that there is a massive black hole with millions of times? Yeah. Well, (laughs) go ahead. Speaking of Oprah. (laughs) Oh. Get your mind out of the gutter. Good lord. Just can't take you anywhere, can I? No, you cannot. There's a massive black hole with millions of times more mass than our sun plunging Uh, towards Earth. And one day... Will it get here before my furniture? That's the question. Oh, uh, well, no, not quite. Uh, This particular black hole is coming towards us at... 110 kilometers per second kilometers. That's pretty, excuse me. That's pretty quick. It sounds like my sex life when I was a teenager. Oh, hey, now. Uh-huh. Uh, it is at the center of the great uh, Andorama. Uh, I can't Andromeda. 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 Galaxy. 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 Make it quick. The, start, start wrapping up. The Milky Way's closest and much larger neighbor. Uh, Ain't going to get here for a while. I think we'll all be long when? dead. Next gone. week? Um, nah, I think probably in a couple of thousand years or something like that. But plan for it nonetheless. All right. That's all we got for this week for the Taxi Stand Hour and for Just Killing Time. So for that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm Scott Shannon. Hold on. Hold on. That went poorly. That was the wrong one. Here's how it's supposed to go. You're the guy pushing the buttons. What can I say? Anyways, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. Fleet up! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio T-F-I.